Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Honey Dip podcast. How are my honey dips doing? Um, man, what another week. Uh, it's been crazy, guys. I'll get into that here in a little bit. But how are you guys doing? You guys doing well? Having a good time? Christmas is in a few days. I'm recording this Sunday night before Monday that I'll be posting it. This is December 20th. Tomorrow is my dad's birthday, actually, December 21st. Um, he'll be 51. Man, I hope he doesn't uh, mind that I'm saying that. I don't know. Age is a number, you know? Um, yeah, tomorrow's my dad's birthday. Work has been crazy. Uh, holiday season, for those of you who don't know, I work, I work at H&M. Um, yeah, just been having a good time. I got a lot to talk about this podcast. Um, it might be a little less questions, a little bit more ranting. Um, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. But, um, oh, thank you guys so much for the response on our first single. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I play in a band called The Moon Divers. We are an alternative indie rock band um, from Youngstown, Ohio. Our first single uh, was titled Shark Films. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, pretty romantic song about this girl who really enjoyed shark films. And um, it's this upbeat, indie, dance, poppy song. Very summer. feels very summer. Very youthful. That's what the uh, vibe we're going for. Fun, youthful, energetic, positive. Um, so th- our debut single came out. Uh, the response was incredible, so thank you guys so much. Uh, my bandmates were beyond pleased with the response and i mean that's amazing so thank you guys so much for checking that out if you haven't heard it yet go listen to it uh it will be playing on this episode it played on the last episode too um we also recorded some new songs down in columbus ohio with our friend james um we got one whole song done in an entire day which was very new for us because our schedules are very um staggered and it usually takes us uh quite some time to finish a track or two because of work and other you know things uh and some of us living in cincinnati ohio the other um some of us living in youngstown um and you know with the global pandemic goes going on it's kind of difficult to get together um because the last time we all got together some of us got the covid I was one of those people. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, I had coronavirus. Uh, it sucks. It's horrible. A couple months ago, I had it. Um, I very recently just got my taste and smell back. Um, and I still feel like it's not 100%. Um, <laughs> about a week and a half ago, things were tasting like gasoline. Everything was tasting like gasoline. And just a few days ago, everything was tasting like Fruity Pebbles. I like. I literally woke up with the taste of Fruity Pebbles in my mouth. Um, side note, a freshly opened box of Fruity Pebbles is one of the most fascinating and enthralling scents. I hope I use that word correctly because I like that word. So we'll go with alluring. One of the most alluring scents that this world has ever smelled. Um, but yeah, my mouth was just in a constant perpetual state of Fruity Pebbles. Um, so wear your masks, guys. It's for real. I'm 24 years old and it whooped my ass. Um, I had a fever of 102 for three days in a row. That has never happened in my life, ever. I usually break a fever within literally like 12 hours. Um, so it's bad. So that's that's what happened the last time the Moon Divers got together uh, in full. Um, and then five of us, there's a total of six, five of us got together down in Columbus the other day. And recorded a new song called Time Will Tell. Um, super theatrical feeling, actually. It's uh, very exciting. I love it. Very, very big fan of it. So that happened. What else? I mean, all right, cat's out of the bag now. I know you guys probably know this. Um, my TikTok account got banned again. This is, t- this is the second time. Um so with that being said, I don't have very high hopes that it will get restored again, no matter how hard we try. Um, I know that there has been something with TikTok, 
revamping their guidelines and i think uh, some company very conservative i guess um bought them out or something uh i don't know i don't know the whole story i don't know what's going on but i know they are incredibly strict right now with content um i had a creator reach out to me um saying her account was permanently banned and what I did to get it restored. Um, I told her what I did and I said, I'll put in a support ticket for you and, you know, say that you were wrongfully banned. And then subsequently a day later, (laughs) my account was banned again. So I have another uh, person that I know. Her account was banned for a week. Uh, One of my favorite content creators, Duke Gomez, he is banned until Christmas Eve. I love Duke, man. He is so funny. He is so fucking hilarious. Like, if you guys have never watched Duke Gomez's videos, he um, does a stitch where he has a very, <laughs> like, the first five seconds are is a very jarring clip. And the next, like, 50 seconds is him reacting to it. And it's hilarious. It's very funny. You know, a lot of people might see it as bullying. But, like, it, it, you know, I see him as a comedian. And a comedian's job is to make jokes. And he makes me laugh. Um, and if you have a good sense of humor, if he do it, like reacts to one of your videos, like you got to laugh, you know, I mean, come on, it's, it's, it's important to have a sense of humor. Like what do we, uh, like TikTok? Oh, sweet TikTok. What the fuck are we doing? Like, what are you guys doing? Like either say it's a kid's app or make it user friendly for everyone. Like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. Um, and I certainly don't understand why I was banned the second time. Um, the first time, I understood. I was like, okay. Um, however, I am this time less frustrated about it uh, because I'm ready to get away from the app because I do not like their approach with, um, you know, creators. Um, a lot of them are being silenced and it feels like at this point it's a trend app and unless you create a, a product that's targeted for a specific audience, then you are completely silenced. Um, I know thousands and thousands and thousands of accounts have been permanently banned, uh, without warning very recently. Um, you know, fellow content creators who this is how they make their livelihood It's honestly, it's like, it's devastating. It really is. Because when this app came out, um, well, first of all, I was not into it when it first came out. I literally got into this about two months, three months ago now. So when I started getting into it um, and really investing my time and energy into it, my voice cracked. I'm 12. <clears throat> um, no, when, when I started like investing in it, I was uh, super excited because it seemed like it was the first app that gave everyone a chance to have a voice and be seen by the masses. Uh, You could, it it just seemed like an opportunity to put your, you know, your passion, your creation, your product, whatever it is out into the world. And uh, you had the opportunity to have millions of people see it. And that was just so exciting to me. I remember when the first video I ever um, posted that went viral. Like, I remember that feeling of like, oh my gosh, like, this is like crazy, you know, and you know, the positive response from it, it was a blouse video that, um, obviously got a lot of shares and a lot of likes, a lot of positive comments, which is amazing. You know, it was really cool. And then, you know, I, I took that and I ran with it. Um, and you know, it, it snowballed into this podcast. Um, if TikTok c- keeps de- uh, deleting my account, though, I don't know how much longer this podcast is going to last. I'm just fucking kidding. We're going to do this every week. Um, well, I hope. <laughs> no, that's the plan. Um, it's just frustrating because, like, you know, I did have a, a pretty big following on that um, on that account. Uh, 270,000, I think it got up to. I don't know. It, it's just TikTok. I want to hate it. And a part of me does on it. Well, a huge part of me does. The other part of me just has a little bit of hope that like it is going to change. Um, but it seems to be changing in 
the direction that I don't want it to be changing in. Uh, with the you know a bunch of content creators getting their accounts deleted without warning, like just permanently banned. It sucks. It's it's it really sucks. Um, and so many people like this is their form of income. You know what I mean? No, but uh, TikTok, listen up. <clears throat> You're probably not going to see this, so I'm just going to bitch. <sighs> Your guidelines are fucked. Like, because... <sighs> Alright, I'm going to say it. This might be controversial, but fuck it. Yeah, I say what's on my mind. Um, I like authenticity, and this is it. You have a confirmed child groomer on your app with 22 million followers. And listen, if this starts beef, fuck it. I like beef. You guys know that. Those of you who follow me, you know that I love hateful comments and I like responding to them. A confirmed child groomer on your app, TikTok, with 22 million followers who posts videos, dancing videos that are quite a suggestive dance you know we're like thrusting in the air and doing the shoulder moves and like fucking touching our crotch and shit with like to songs that have the lyric i beat the pussy up grandma and grandpa if you're listening that is a lyric i didn't write it (laughs) but we still beat it up um (laughs) that just sounds violent i beat the pussy up to me, like, if you say you beat the pussy up, you don't make a woman come. No way. I don't know. You might. And I'm just fucking hating. <laughs> I'm just messing around. I'm having a good time. But anyway, I'm not messing around about this whole child, like, confirmed child groomer thing. You know, the the dude is an adult. He came out and, you know, apologized for his actions um, as far as I've read. So acknowledged it. And now I don't have the whole story. I don't know everything. So don't, you know, go crazy on me. But still, dude was flirting with underage girls. Now, you don't, like, do anything to let him know that that was inappropriate and wrong. Now, I'm a human being, and I realize that people make mistakes. I have fucked up. I have acknowledged that I fucked up in my life, and... But because someone fucks up doesn't mean they can't become decent and grow from it. You know, like, just because someone has told a lie doesn't mean they can't become honest. That's actually a poem I wrote. Um, Not that exact. I said something about a seed. Um, Just because, like, a seed has told a lie, does that mean it can't? bloom into being honest or something like that it was something i forget the exact uh wordage i used but um the point is that people can grow and become better after they've made a mistake however they should be punished in some way um allowing them to keep their 22 million followers and blue check mark is not punishment at all and that is just basically a slap on the wrist to this person and basically tiktok what you're saying is that it's okay oh it's fine it's fine you know he's 20 years old it's it's okay that he talked to a 15 year old girl and you know god knows what he said it's it's fucked up especially it's so embarrassing for an app that prides themselves on minor safety. You want to protect these children, yet one of your top creators is roaming free on your app because he makes you money. Like, that's fucked up, okay? Like, th- that is just ass backwards, and it, it goes against what you're supposedly standing for. I mean, because my account was banned, um, you know, because of, you know, these confidence reels where I do outfits and, you know, it might be a little intense, but guess what? Like uh, so many people are saying you have inspired me to be much more confident in what I wear and how I wear it and all this stuff. And it's amazing. You know, it's incredible. And, you know, I actually feel like I was making a positive impact in the world. And I certainly wasn't trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I wasn't, um, 
soliciting anyone into doing something, you know, and if I ever promoted a certain website, I made it very clear that it was for adults only. Um, and on this website, it says that right in my bio. And I don't know. It's just, it's, it's frustrating to me because it's hypocritical of TikTok. It really is. You know, just because this guy makes you so much money, you know, he doesn't get any repercussions. But someone with 270,000 followers gets banned without question, you know, because I don't make TikTok money. I don't, you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So if that catches hate, like, I'm sorry, but like, you know, from the people that support this kid, um, he groomed an underage girl and that's not fucking cool. And like I said, though, but he can grow from that, but he should have some repercussions. You know, I'm <laughs> I don't doubt for a second that like. He's probably like a decent guy, you know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe f his fame got a little uh, ahead of him, you know, and I don't know. Some of you might get mad for me like saying this, but I'm looking at it from like a human being standpoint. You can grow into be a better human. But also what I'm saying is. He fucked up. He should have some sort of punishment when you don't punish people it's just a slap on the wrist and you're basically condoning it honestly when you're silent about something you're basically saying like it's okay and if you're an app that prides yourself on protecting young children what the, what the fuck is going on literally it was in the news like it's on it's online and it's it's embarrassing it really is i can't wait till another video app comes out I can't because I want like truly I like I want TikTok to be done because it's just it's so fucked up now to me, it seems. And all these talented creators are getting banned for no reason. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's sad. It really is sad to me. Um, also, a thing about the minor safety. Oh, boy. Here we go. You kids. I know a lot of you that are listening to this are not kids, but you fucking kids that are listening to this. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Do you make my blood boil sometimes? But this is me, like, blood boiling. Like, I'm still smiling, and it's... People don't take me serious when I'm mad because I, I still smile, and I'm like, fuck, like, I need you to let... I need you to know that I'm angry. <laughs> no. Um, I have been a victim of online bullying, for those of you that follow me and have seen all the comments on my videos, you know how much um, hate I take. Um, and by the way, uh, for those of you that defend me in the comments, uh, that is so sweet of you. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for going up to bat for me. Um, it's amazing. It makes me smile. Like, thank you guys so much from the bottom of my heart that support me and encourage me. Um, it's amazing to have you in my corner. Um, but also, just know that you guys who defend me and stuff, I'm okay. I love hateful comments. They don't hurt my feelings. Um, <laughs> I have so much fun responding to them. Um, you, you really, like, you can't hurt my feelings. I have developed this thick skin with this stuff, and I truly do not give a fuck what anyone thinks about me. Like, if you think poorly of me, then I don't, I don't, like, I don't give a shit. If you think highly of me, great, but, like, your opinion of me does not matter because I know who I am as a person. I know what I stand for. Um, like, I'm very self-aware. And to be honest, like, I am proud of the human I am today. Like I said, I've made my mistakes. I've fucked up. I have not been, um, you know, the best friend, the best son, the best boyfriend at times. Um, and I acknowledge that. But I'm very comfortable with who I am as a person today. And I'm very thankful for all the people that support me. Um, you know, from my family. My family is so supportive, by the way. I have the best family in the fucking world. And I have the best friends in the fucking world. And I have the best friends, honey dips, in the entire world. Um... You guys are seriously incredible, and I thank you so much for all of the positive comments and, like, 
like I, I will sit here at times and just read through your comments. And, you know, unfortunately, I can't get back to everybody. Um, actually, I can get back to very few people because so many flood in at a time. Um, but, I, you know, when, when I get to skim real quick, when I have some downtime to read, like it's I sit here and I just think like, oh, like I am so blessed, you know, and it, it's amazing. And, and like it just makes me like I am genuinely just so happy to be here and I'm so happy to be doing something positive in the world. And I'm so happy that people can recognize that and really take something like, oh, sorry, I'm like. I'm getting a little choked up. <laughs> no, like, I, like it's just... Fuck, man. Shit. It's amazing. Okay, like, it. it's incredible to me that, <clears throat> you know, strangers out there, to, like, we've never met in person, like I said on the last episode. You, you, you go to bat for me i know i say go to bat a lot because i like i used to play baseball growing up and i like baseball so that's my sports metaphor um i don't know you guys are just so sweet to me and i'm so happy you have you have taken something from my content and i'm so thankful for that thank you guys again from the bottom of my heart with every ounce of me for supporting me uh it it makes me smile it makes me happy it makes me cry because my body's so excited and I doesn't know what to do but cry. Um, prime example of that is me going to see otters at a zoo, them sliding on their bellies down the snow because it was a snowy exhibit, and swimming up to me right in the glass. And I didn't know what, how to react, so I just literally started sobbing because it was perfect and it was so cute. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so this time around with like my TikTok getting deleted, I'm not... I'm like, yeah, it sucks. And yeah, thank you everyone so much for, you know, sending emails and your support tickets and um, showing me love on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snap, everywhere. Um, it's it's incredible to me. Um, but honestly, I do not have high hopes for this one. So I will be working from my backup account uh, unless it gets restored again, but I don't see it happening twice. Um, so my backup account is literally just at Seth Donchus on tiktok um i should post like a really controversial video and just getting all that traction <laughs> yeah i don't know just be like a controversial guy but see i'm not a controversial guy i'm not um i know i said some stuff like a little earlier on this podcast about you know a certain creator who's a child groomer but like that needed to be said that needs to be acknowledged um yeah man i don't know it just it sucks, but it is what it is, and we just gotta look at the glass half full, be thankful for what we had. Um, we can learn from it, we can grow from it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Until then, I'm gonna be working for my backup account. So go follow that. Go share that. I know sharing accounts like really helps. Um, thank you guys so much for that. But um, we're still we're not quitting. We don't quit even when people tell us we should. Um, I don't like being told no. Um, when it comes to like what I want to do in my life, like putting out content or something with music, I, d I just don't like being told no because like I know I can do it. I know I can. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. <sighs> it's sad. It's really sad to see what gets banned and what doesn't. Um, and don't get me wrong, some of these people that like post a, a suggestive comment that the content that have millions of followers, great. Like there's this gentleman, um, Garrett Nolan. He has like ten million followers, I think. Um handsome motherfucker. Um yeah, he posts content of him sitting <laughs> butt ass naked on his couch in a towel. Um doesn't get removed. Now, if I did that, there was no doubt in my mind that it would get removed. But, hey, like I said, no hate to that guy. Um, he posts some shit that is really funny. He's the guy with, like, the cat that scratched his face, too. Um, I like how eclectic his page is. You know, it's a cat scratching his face, but then he's doing, like, a thirst trap reel. And then he's got, he was also in the military, but he's also, like, a nurse. My man's all over the place. So, Gary Nolan, shout out to you. Um, unless you're low-key a piece of shit. <laughs> No, but I don't like to hate on anyone. I really don't. Um, I know, like, I you know, I brought that thing up about the child groomer earlier, but like I said, 
had to be addressed uh, because people should face those repercussions and, you know, people that aren't doing things like that are facing repercussions for no reason. <sighs> Isn't it crazy what blows up and what doesn't? You know, like, I remember when my first, like, kink talk blew up. I was actually pretty pissed off in a way because... Yes, I do want that side of me out there and on the internet, but I didn't imagine, like, that's, like, the only thing people would like about me, you know? Now, I know a lot of you who support me, like, everything I do, and that means the world, but, like, there are a select few people who are just, like, into my kink stuff and th just that alone. Um, someone was, like... Um, Hold on, my mom's calling. Hey, guess what? You are uh, on the podcast right now. I'm I'm filming. Hi everyone. Say that again. Hello everyone. <laughs> everyone, that's my mom, Carrie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm freaking dandy i'm just bitching about how tiktok banned my account again yeah what happened uh, mom i don't know this time i knew what i knew the first time I, I i truly don't know what happened this time yeah so um we're uh we're working to get it back if not it's it's okay we have a backup account okay well you missed a good dinner tonight i missed a good dinner tonight yeah i got i got home from uh work pretty late and i ate some uh hibachi chicken It definitely was not as good as your chicken parm, that's for sure. All right, I love you so much. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I work like every day this week, but yeah. I will see you Christmas Eve um, so we can do like gifts and shit. Yeah, well, no, Christmas morning. Well, yeah, yeah, but like I'll be there Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to. Um, Silly goose. Dude, the wait, wait, say cookies, wait, say cookies like that again. That was so fucking cute. Cookies. Dude, <laughs> oh my god, dude, she's the cutest fucking woman. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll do cookies and all that good, good stuff. All right, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm stoked. Thank you. Hey, oh my god, you're so fucking cute, dude. <laughs> you're the shit, mom. Uh, yeah, all right, okay. say say bye to every, say bye to all the honey dips. Oh, wait, say that again. Bye, honey dip. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh. Okay, All right, Mom, I love you. Hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses. I will, uh, I'll talk to you later, okay? I love you. I love you, too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Dude, she's the cutest fucking woman in the world. My mom is, like, literally, like, four foot eleven. She's, like, this tiny little thing. Oh, my God. She is so adorable. Very, very awesome woman. You know, she's been through a lot of shit in her life, too, and I'm, I'm really proud of who she is today. Um, she's awesome. She's overcome a lot. And, um, yeah, she's just, she's just the coolest woman. <sighs> All right, where was I? I was, I was definitely bitching about TikTok. I know I was talking about TikTok, doing something. Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Anyway, yeah, but it's just bullshit. <laughs> Man. I think I was talking about, like, what blows up and what... Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, the very first, like, when people were, like, were all about, like, my kink stuff. And, like, I make sure, like, I'm, like, I tell people, I'm, like, hey, like, you know there's more to me. You know, I like, I appreciate that you support me on... Like, I appreciate you support that side of me. But there's also like, hey, like the thing I've always wanted to be known for, to be honest with you, is music. And I think that's why I was frustrated when my my kink talk blew up. Because I had drum content up that it, it got love, but it didn't get seen by 1.2 million people. And that's just like because music is my favorite thing about me. Like that's who I am. I, I am a drummer, first and foremost. Uh, 
um and then I, like i'm i'm a writer and then you know uh, you know after all that after the show's over or after we just went to a bookstore then all the freaky shit happens <laughs> but yeah like i don't know i was talking to a, someone very close to me um her name is Callie Young um i love this girl she's amazing very cool and um she's from california and we actually met through tiktok and we keep in contact every single day with each other we facetime we talk on the phone we talk music we talk life we talk everything um i was just on the phone with her a little earlier and yesterday we were talking about how um you know and she is one of the most brilliant singers i've ever heard in my life and i'm not just saying this callie young c-a-l-l-i-e y-o-u-n-g i almost spelled young incorrectly and that would have been fucking embarrassing um just so talented um she just put out a single not too long ago called i hate me too and it's just her voice is amazing and you know when we're on facetime she'll play guitar for me she'll play piano for me uh, it, it's uh, like she's so talented and she's an exemplary human being. So please go check her out. Please go follow her on Instagram, on Twitter, in TikTok, wherever. Um, I think it's I think her Instagram handle is I am Callie Young. Let me just double check. Let's see here. I am Yeah, it's just simply I am Callie Young. She's amazing. Um, wickedly talented and just the nicest person in the world. So we were talking, you know, she has tons of videos of up of her singing and, you know, playing guitar and all this stuff. And it's amazing, but doesn't get any traction. She posted a TikTok yesterday about serving Addison Ray at a coffee shop and it has like over 200,000 views. And we were talking about like how frustrating that is, because here is this super talented artist who is putting her heart and soul into this. And then one video where she simply just name dropped Addison Ray and it went viral because Addison Ray is a top TikTok creator, which is great. Good for that girl. I mean, amazing. Uh, fantastic. But it's just like that seems what like TikTok is doing. Like if you don't cater to this specific thing, then you are not going to be popular. And that's what like basically we're getting at. And it's just um, it's frustrating. You know, I don't want it to, like, I don't want to follow trends, like, at all. Like, that's not who I am. I don't want to follow any trend, so. And, and neither does she, you know. It's just, I don't know. I really, I like, I, I really don't know, and it's just, I don't want to have to hashtag Addison Ray or hashtag, uh, what's it, Noah Beck to be seen in to be popular you know we want to be popular for our music and i don't know life life just you know life will handle it the way life handles it so it is what it is But it is just quite unfortunate because, you know, you work so hard at something and, you know, that's the thing you want to blow up and then the thing you imagine blowing up. And then when something like a TikTok, not even relevant to really who you are as a person blows up, it's just frustrating. Um, yeah, man, this is just all such bullshit. It really is. Um, in my backup account on on tiktok is like shadow banned completely um i know this because i check the analytics and all of my views come from people that are following me um if the views came from for you pages then it would say for you um not a single one of them ever hit the for you page um indicating that i have been shadow banned on that account so with that being said i just created a whole new account entirely um, it go, the, uh, the handle is at your alt boyfriend, Y-O-U-R-A-L-T, and then boyfriend. Um, I didn't use my real name because 
feel like they obviously know who I am at this point, <laughs> which is quite flattering in a sense. You know, that they're really keeping an eye on Seth Donchus. They're like, this kid, man. I, I am just, I am 100%. I'm just telling myself that someone's wife, you know, found my TikTok and it made her feel things that her husband has never felt or has never made her feel. Um, that's what I'm going with. A TikTok representative's wife is a fan of mine and he's pissed. That's what I'm going with. I'm going to start beef with TikTok. I'm serious. I want this to blow up. I'm going to start beef. <laughs> no, that's not the way to do it. I don't like beef. I really don't. But it does need to be pointed out like when, when things are fucked up. And I think this app is fucked up. I really do. I think their rules and regulations are subjective to smaller, you know, to target smaller creators, um, such as myself. You know, the people with millions of followers and the blue check marks, they're allowed to have their OnlyFans links in the bios. They're allowed to have all this stuff. Um, I have seen, like, I just saw it today. Creators with blue check marks have OnlyFans links in their bios. It's not fair. It's really, it's really not fair. So I, I truly hope this opens up a dialogue for it. Um, I read something that in like Rolling Stone, like official Rolling Stone reported on this too. So I, I really hope, you know, things change. And like the, the way things are changed is when, you know, when people take a stand for things and point out when things are wrong. And that's what I really want to do here. <sighs> All right. Well, enough bitching, right? I don't, I don't like to bitch. I'm, I'm a happy guy. I am a happy freaking dude. So we're going to get into some questions. Yeah, we're going to top this uh, podcast off with some questions. Mm, okay. Uh, Okay, this is from, oh wait, no, I've already answered that before, sorry. <laughs> Let us see, okay, someone said, third time asking questions for podcasts, thank you very much for pointing that out, Molly Cowie, ooh, okay. Hi Seth, I just want to start off by saying I love your videos and I have lots of love for you, you're amazing, your videos have a larger impact than you think and I'm so glad we get to see so many sides to you, thank you very much Molly, that really makes me warm inside i follow you on most social media accounts and i love your content i'm a fan from scotland so your content is reaching far and wide you hear that tiktok we're international motherfuckers don't try to silence me i'm trying to change the world and you guys are being total fucking bitches about it <laughs> thank you molly i understand you said we can ask as many questions so i'll just listen below but of course please only answer what you're comfortable with all righty we have 12 so let me just give me a second to skim these. Um, let's see here. I'm going to answer one to keep it fair. Okay, um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, these are really good questions, Molly. This is, this is These are really good. All right, I'm going to go with the first one, though. I love it. Um, how did you get co so comfortable with your sexuality? Um, and truly, uh, being bullied. You know, um, it helped me develop a thick skin. And, you know, because I've been wearing more fem feminine clothing for years now. Oh, my God, dude, my mom just texted I know I just got off the phone with my mom, but she just texted me hi with a bunch of hearts. <laughs> so fucking cute. Um, sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, I just getting a lot of interesting looks for the past, well, I'm 24 now, so probably seven years, uh, seven or eight years. Um, just getting weird looks, having people say like, you know, what are you wearing? Or like, what is that? And like, why is that a blouse? Or why are you wearing high-waisted pants? Why this? Why that? And accessories, all this stuff. And it just... At, at first, it was it was very difficult to overcome because it definitely made me really insecure and I felt um, just strange and I was like, Ugh, I don't know. I just kind of felt 
weird about myself and like I don't know it just kind of put me down and I almost stopped I almost stopped doing it but I realized if I stopped then that would have just I don't know like that would have just I would have gave in and I don't like to conform I don't. I hate conforming and I'm not giving in to people's words to tell me to change or, you know, oh, it's weird. You know, like it's good to be weird. It's good to be different. Um, And over the years, just through all that and, you know, getting hate about it and even on like TikTok, getting a bunch of hate from people just helps you develop a thick skin. And I don't know. I brush it off like nothing. It doesn't even matter to me anymore what anyone thinks about me, Um, even my own family. You know, I'm sure there are some people in my family who think it's odd. Um, And I just truly don't give a shit. I really don't. I mean, yeah, I love them. And, you know, I love these people. But, like, if you think it's weird, like, whatever. Do you. And I'm going to do me. And what you do doesn't bother me. And what I do shouldn't bother you either. So that's a great question. All these are really great questions. So if you want me to answer another one, please uh, just send it in. Thank you, Molly. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day and enjoy Scotland. It's amazing. Yeah. Ooh, that's the question's kind of was answered in the last one I just did. Ooh, do, 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 do. Ooh, okay. Poetry question. I like this. Sarah Kite, K I G H T. So, Sarah, she says, Hi, Seth. My name is Sarah, and I'm from Kent, Ohio. Oh my gosh, that is 40 minutes from me. That's crazy. 35 if you drive like me. I'm a speed demon. (laughs) I'm a really big admirer of your work. You are my absolute favorite creator. Thank you, Sarah. But I just want to say thank you for everything you do. Dude, are you about to make me cry? I haven't finished the rest of this, but I can feel it. I've been having a hard time mentally lately. Oh, yeah, I'm going to cry. And you have helped me so much. Whenever I see new content from you or when you go live, I just get so giddy. And the stuff you make always makes or helps me calm down. So I just thank you for all of that. Sarah, thank you for being so supportive. And I'm so happy you can take something from what I create. Uh, That's why I keep doing it. And that's why I'm so pissed off that TikTok is trying to silence me. Because, I mean, look at this positive response, guys. I mean, look at this community we've created. I say we because we've all done it. This honey dip community. It's fucking unreal. Anyway, so my question is what got you into poetry and or where do you get the inspiration to write it from? Because your poetry is absolutely amazing. Have a beautiful day. Love, Sarah. Sarah, thank you so much. Um, thank you for um, acknowledging all my content. And this is really cool that you asked me a poetry question. I really appreciate that. Um, so I have always had a love for writing. Um, and really, all I've ever wrote in my life has been music. And really just drum parts. Like I never even dabbled in lyrics. I've always had such a fascination with English, though. English was always my favorite subject, Um, English and science. But English, I don't know. I just, I loved writing. I always found I did my best writing under pressure, too. Um, Like in my first and only semester of college, any paper I had to write, I always wrote it the night before. You know, we'd have months to do it, and I would write it literally the night before. Just because, I I don't know, like it, it challenges me in a way just to, you know, have it flow eloquently and um, I don't know, just challenges me to use bigger words. So I, I always liked that pressure of writing papers the night before, but like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I've just enjoyed r- words and I've enjoyed reading and I don't know, like I've read things and I'm like, I want to create something that people can read and think, wow, this is really awesome. And, you know, I, I, for years and years and years and years, I mean, ever since I was probably like 16 years old, I just like posted, like put little notes in my phone of like just words I'd fashioned together. Um, and over the years I've just progressively gotten better. And, um, 
I don't know. I, I pull a lot of inspiration from like Lewis Carroll, who's very whimsical. Alex Turner from Arctic Monkeys. He's my favorite lyricist of all time. He is just brilliant in the way he writes. Um, C.S. Lewis. Um, who else? Edgar Allan Poe. Writers like that. I don't know. And, you know, I, I started writing poetry over the summer. Um, I was pretty fresh out of a relationship. And so there was some inspiration there uh, just because things things were like happened very abruptly at the end of that relationship and things like it just went not the way I expect I expected it to you know I didn't expect to lose so much respect and adoration for someone so quick um over over um a couple things but so I pulled a lot of inspiration from that. But then after like that, that was my way of coping almost. And after literally just a couple weeks, I was like, I was fine. I was like, okay, we're good. Moving on. And um, from there, like once that inspiration wore off, I um, a lot of stories my friends told me. I had a very close friend of mine, um, my really good friend Chelsea, she was going through something and I would listen to the stories she told me and I would almost like insert myself in, in her shoes and write from her perspective in a way. So I pull a lot of inspiration from people around me and it's everything I write is not necessarily has personally happened to me. Um, it could be just me talking in the form of a friend, uh, which is actually pr- like, a good chunk of my poems have, you know, come from inserting myself into other people's shoes. Um, I pulled inspiration, some inspiration from the show Hannibal. Um, the dialogue between the characters in that show is absolutely brilliant. Um, the show is perfect. It's my favorite show of all time. Um, I, uh, I watched it again. I think I'm on my like fourth or fifth time watching it. Um, I watched it again over the summer and like I had not watched it in a while before that. And I thought like, wow, like this show is it's it's perfect. It's amazing. It's a beautiful blend of horror, thriller, um, erotic, classy. It's it's just the perfect show. So if you've never watched Hannibal, please do. I implore you to watch it. Um, so I pulled inspiration from that. Um, I pulled inspiration from listening to Arctic Monkeys and the way Alex Turner um, constructs his lyrics. Yeah, so, they, you know, I pull inspiration from everywhere. It initially started with um, loss of romance, but then that just blossomed into this beautiful alleyway of all this inspiration so yeah very cool blossomed into this alleyway what the fuck no it blossomed into this beautiful plant with all these flowers of inspiration that's way better blossomed this alleyway Seth what the fuck are you thinking Sarah that's a great question thank you very much I appreciate that thank you for listening um, and take care Mm, ooh, okay. Someone said take two question mark. <laughs> I like that. All right. This name. Ooh, this name is Atalanta Falatogo. Wow. I I just I'm just gonna go with Atalanta F, because that's how you signed it here. My sincere apologies if I butchered that. Hiya, Seth. I hope you smiled and laughed from the heart today. Oh we did. Oh absolutely. I thought of a really cool question. I'm very interested to hear your thoughts because I'm intrigued by your taste in music. Ooh. I'm also obsessed and in love with music. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you have three hours of showtime to fill with three, maybe four musicians are live or dead. Ooh. Who's playing and in what order? Bonus points for what you'd want them to perform specifically. 
Oh, this is a fascinating question. Mm, so I have three hours of showtime to fill with three, maybe four musicians. Okay. So who's opening? Let's see. I'm going to have the Moondivers opening. Because I I definitely have to be playing this show. I have to be there. Um, and then so we could all party backstage afterwards. So the Moondivers are opening. Okay. Oh boy, now I only have three bands left. Three! Holy shit. Okay, up next we have... Um, gosh, who's following the Moondivers? Mmm, shit. Oh, you said alive and or, or dead. Oh, God, this is just... Oh, fuck. Um... Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Arctic monkeys are um following the moon divers. Um I'm trying to go like multiple genres here. So Arctic Monkeys are my favorite band of all time. So they're playing second. Um I'd love them. I love them. Dem. <laughs> I love them. Um, I l- I'd love for them to play um, at least Secret Door. You know, that's my favorite Arctic Monkey song. I'd like to. Pl- I'd like for them to play a lot of the first record they put out. Whatever they say they am, that's what I'm not. Um, favorite Worst Nightmare, their sophomore record, also perfect. Um, I'd like them to play a lot of that. I'd like them to play some off Humbug, Suckin' and See. Um, they can play. Love is a laser quest. She's thunderstorms. Yeah. I don't know. That record just like I don't know. I mean it's it's great, but not my favorite. And then off of AM Arabella Snap out of it. Are you mine? Yeah. And then off of Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, definitely the Ultra Cheese. I love that song. Oh, my God. But, yeah. And then after Arctic Monkeys would be Mr. Frank Sinatra. Yes. I would love that so much. And, honestly, Frank can just play anything. And I'll be thrilled to be in the presence of that greatness. But can you believe that Frank Sinatra's not headlining? Because I am sure you all can guess who would be headlining this show. And you guessed correctly, it is Rebecca Black playing Friday 17 times in a row. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm fucking around. Of course, it's Justin Timberlake. Dude. (laughs) My God, I have not heard the name Rebecca Black in forever. Um... Oh my god, do people even remember who she is? That song Friday that came out. Dude. <laughs> Fuck man, why do I laugh at my own jokes? That's so lame. Oh my god. Holy shit. Or Cardi B playing WAP for 17 tracks in a row. No, I'm clearly fucking around. It's Justin Timberlake headlining, of course, and he is performing the 2020 in a, uh, the 2020 experience in its entirety, um, both parts, including bonus tracks. So that's about a two-hour and 25-minute show in and of itself right there. Um, then I definitely want him to play some off of Justified. Um, like Senorita, Rock Your Body, Cry Me a River, you know, those classics. But I also want him to t- uh, play off that record. Um, what is it? Take Me Now? Oh No, What You Got. Yeah, Oh No, What You Got. I think Take Me Now. I think those are the other two. And then off of Future Sex, Love Sound. Oh, God, he could play that whole record, too. Mm. Yeah, he could play the whole Future Sex record, too. And then, of course, like I already said, the... 2020 experience and then off of man of the woods i like him to play filthy um montana 
Higher, higher. Yeah. Probably those three. Mm-hmm. And then Can't Stop the Feeling, of course, because that is the greatest closing song of all time. I saw it. And let me tell you what. Everyone from about the age seven to the age, I don't know, 80 was dancing. This demographic is incredible. Um, it's the, literally the most like spiritual song live. I'm not even kidding. Like It was so fun. As corny as that sounds, I know that was a huge hit back in like 2016 when Trolls first came out and everyone's kind of tired of that song. But let me tell you what, live, it is an ethereal experience. So, Atalanta, or Atalanta, I apologize, if either one of those is incorrect. Thank you for this question. This was so fun. Um, I really, really enjoyed this one. So, thank you. All the love right back at you. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. So... Do, do, do we let's do maybe two more all right Tara Foley hey Seth it's Tara Foley from Melbourne Australia you probably won't see this and that's okay but if by the slightest chance you do well guess what Tara Boom, boom, we're reading it, we're here. I just wanted to quickly say how much I love your videos and your amazing, kind-hearted, goofy personality. Thank you very much, I really appreciate that. You have helped me tremendously to put a smile back on my face during a very difficult time in my life. You have given me slight hope again that there are actually good, kind, respectful men out there when I'd completely lost all hope. I'm so happy and glad to have found your videos. Your voice and accent is very soothing to me. Wow. That is so cool, like I have an accent to people. Because, Tara, certainly you have an accent to me, since you're from Melbourne. Very, very cool. Um, this is very sweet of you to say. Thank you very much. So you have, let's see, five questions. Let me pick one. Oh, man, these are tough. Because I like, okay, this first question is, how do you stay positive when you get badly burned over and over again by certain people you thought you could trust? And what advice could you give? I like that question a lot. But then question five says, goofy question for you, but if your life was a movie, who would you want to play you and what songs would be on the soundtrack? I mean, I kind of already answered that. The whole 2020 experience would be the soundtrack. I don't know who would play me, though. I don't know. All right. So I like question one. How do you stay so positive when you get badly burned over and over again by certain people you thought you could trust and what advice would you give? So over the course of my life, I have dealt with um, people who introduced themselves as very, very cool and laissez-faire and uh, trustworthy. Um, and over time, it becomes evident that they are not actually like that because they just, you know, everyone puts their best foot forward. Um, and, you know, you got to, you know, first impressions could be quite deceiving. And I'm someone who gives everyone the benefit of the doubt. And so getting burned happens quite often. Um, but you know what? I still believe in my heart that people are generally good and have good intentions. And I will always believe that. And, you know, even if I guess the best piece of advice that I can give you is, yeah, people may hurt you. Excuse me. I keep burping. Hey, at least I'm not farting. Like I was in the last podcast or shit in my pants like I was when I was 18 years old. I almost shit my pants the other day. I'm not even fucking lying to you. I like this isn't even trying to be funny. I was literally sitting on the couch and I went to fart and I swear to God, I never clenched my butt cheeks together so fast in my fucking life. Dude, a shit was on the horizon and I had no idea. Tara, I know this is a very serious question. I, I'm, I apologize for interrupting, but like this is my brain going a million different directions at one time. And I just had to bring that up. Anyway, sorry. I apologize. Quick laugh. If you did, I don't know, you might not laugh. But no, the best piece of advice that I could give you is just because someone has burned you doesn't mean the next person you meet will. You know, it's 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 only fair to give everyone a chance. Um, 
to let them try and prove themselves and, you know, to be different than everyone. You know, yeah, it sucks because if you're open and vulnerable like that and you give people the benefit of the doubt and chances, there is a very good chance you could get burned, but there's also a very good chance that you might not, okay? So it's important to just give everyone a fair chance and don't don't assume the next person you come in contact with is going to be like that, you know, because that'll just leave you jaded and I don't know, that's it that's just not fun, you know? So just give everyone a fair chance. That would be the best piece of advice that I could give. Tara, that was really, really great. Um, thank you very much. I love how you ended it. Uh, kind regards your Aussie honey dip, Tara Foley XOXO. Thank you very much, Tara. Um, hopefully I visit Australia someday. Some shrimp on the babby. That was an Outback commercial. I apologize. That was fucking horrible and so corny. <laughs> Okay, let's do one more because I don't want to go let this to go too long. Mm, okay. Kaylee Cast. This is a great question. Well, you have three of them, but the one I'm reading. How are you dealing with suddenly everyone wanting things from you and demanding things from you, like the kinky videos on TikTok? Ooh. This is a great question. All right. All right. We're going to put some people on blast, I guess. Oh, wait. I just read the top of your email. It says, hey, my name is actually Reagan. Nice. That's a really nice name. I've been loving the podcast, so I thought I would ask a couple questions. Thank you very much, Reagan. Um, how am I dealing with everyone suddenly wanting things from me and demanding things from me? So, I am a people pleaser. I do like to make people happy and smile and all these things, and I like to satisfy people. However, honestly, a bunch of people demanding things from me and saying more, more, oh, we want this, we want that, has actually, <sighs> I hate being told what to do. I really do. So when I read things like that, I almost, this this rebellious part in me is like, no, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait to do that. I'm going to do something different. Um, I, But honestly, I just post what I want to post and when I want to post it. Um, I obviously pe let people know on my OnlyFans since, you know, they subscribe and they, you know, pay monthly for that, that, you know, I'm working on new content. Like my ASMR content is far better than it was when I first started doing it. You know, it takes a lot longer. You know, I use a lot of sound effects. Um, I edit it to make it sound really clear and, you know, have it feel like you're there. I want it to be completely immersive. So I let people know like, hey, you know, it's just taking a little longer because this is why. So I do explain myself on that platform because, you know, like people pay money. But as far as like things like on TikTok, I'm just like, I'm going to post what I want to post and when I want to post it. Um, just because I don't like being told what to do. I like just to do what I want to do and when I want to do it. Um, of course, I like to satisfy people and please them. But like, you know, there are other things to be, you know, doing too. So yeah, I mean, that's a really good question, you know, and I certainly don't want to upset anyone by that answer because, you know, I understand you guys do really enjoy my content. You want to see certain things, but also I'm going to do it when I feel like doing it, you know, and I don't want to drain myself of creativity by posting daily. And, you know, like, it's nice to have a little break from a while, for a while, you know, because then you, you you miss it. And then when it, when you have it, it's like, ah, oh, OK, it's, it's that much better. You know, Kaylee, that's a great question. So thank you. Oh, that's a very, very, very good question. I think that's a good question to end on, too. So thank you guys so much for listening, for bearing with me. I know all this shit with TikTok is so frustrating and it's complete bullshit that 
you know, the people who are more popular and you know, the higher ups are, you know, get to skate off, you know, scratch free. And it sucks. It really does. Because then, you know, you are just completely belittling smaller creators, making it more and more difficult for them to get up there. Um, and it's sad because it seems like it happens to so many people that have something to say and have something positive to give. But I don't know. We'll see. Let's hopefully this let's hope this opens up some sort of dialogue. Um, we will see. So, yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you. Like, I, thanks for sticking with me. Seriously, guys, I, I, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, and like I said, keep up with me on my new TikTok account, your alt boyfriend at your alt boyfriend. That's going to be the one I'm posting from um, as, as long as I, you know, notice that it it's like things are hitting the for you page. Um, if I notice that one shadow banned, then we're definitely going to have to figure that one out. But anyway, for right now, that's the one I'm going to be doing. Um, keep up with me on Twitter. Um, I'll have all the links to my socials down in the description. Uh, keep up with me on Instagram. Um, if you know my Snapchat, you know, I post some stories on there from time to time. Um, if you'd like, um, adults only 18 plus, you can go subscribe to me on the certain website. I don't know if I'm allowed to solicit that on this platform. So, um, yeah, you can find that in the link on my in my Twitter bio. And you know what I'm talking about, adults only. Remember that. That's very important. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, night, morning, wherever you are in the world. Be safe, be well, be good to people. Uh, my sweet honey dips, thank you guys. I love you so much. I can't even tell you how much I appreciate you. And we're going to, we don't quit, all right? We don't quit. That's what, that's the message that I'm putting out now. I know I was putting out a message of positivity and to be confident and comfortable in, with who you are, but the message lately is, is still all that, but first and foremost, we don't quit. You know, if you really believe in something, you go after it and you stand up for it, okay? It's very important. You know, people are going to try to tear you down, but just keep going, all right? I love you guys. Thank you.